Well, that's the whole thing with podcasting, though. There's very few situations where you can get someone dialed in. They have to be ready to talk and take on conversations and typically not have their phone with them. That's powerful right there. We need to get this on Facebook Live. Yeah. So that's what we do. We create the page. No one watches Facebook Live anymore, do they? I don't know. We do LinkedIn Live. You got it creator mode on? It gives you LinkedIn Live. I do live. creator mode. Me too. Should we do that? Does it work? It does work. So you can't... I think it's hard for people to connect with you now on LinkedIn Live because they follow you so they get confused as to what do I do? I want to follow him. Yeah, well, they just follow you. Yeah, but you can still connect with them. Yeah, but if somebody wants to initiate a connection request, they have to be savvy enough on LinkedIn to know Click how to the go three buttons and go pull down and connect. Yeah, connect. it's a lot of work. Yeah, and you know what? The only fools that would try to connect with me are motherfuckers that want to sell me some bullshit I didn't even ask for. Yeah. You know? That's true. I get a lot of invites for LinkedIn pages. Oh, yeah, to like the pages. That's another feature. But it's like, why? Yeah. I never heard of the person or the company. Right. And next thing you know, they want me to like their page and what are we going to do once we do that? We just need to create fake business pages. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you can. Yeah, I know. You can do that. Fart buckets and gold. <laughs> <laughs> send that to our friends. No, you don't send Jared it to your friends. You like fart no, you buckets. send it to strangers like they're sending it to you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. So let's waste everybody's time. Yeah, man. LinkedIn has turned to a cesspool. Well, you know what's really dumb? What? Is somehow the four, so I've, we have like multiple channels on our podcast <laughs> and the fours lit up but there's no mic in the fours this is like is that it's like four a ghost sitting up top there no it's not fours over here but i don't think it matters right if it's on uh, it, it does could. if the channels are not because if this thing here is not you need some right, headphones. we're gonna pause where's your dumbass headphones to plug in there and no, just listen for a second make we're sure good. we're actually getting some recording <laughs> we're good i'm gonna pause and we'll come back after these messages cassiem is our content production company why content it's simple content brings people together I've seen it play out over and over, and I want to help others explore and discover this for themselves. The experience is totally worth it. Learn more at kazdm.com. We focus on podcasts and writing, one piece of content at a time. So we're back. We're, that was our Zoom recorder, and it had the, one of the channels was lit up. Who the fuck up. are you talking to? I don't know. Just kind of like, we're going to keep that in the... In somebody the... listening. We've looked at it. It's, we've got some followers. We got, I don't know if we have followers. We have people listening. They that might listen, true. and then they tap out <laughs> yeah 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 it's like oh that was a great headline and then i clicked on the article and it was dog shit oh uh, there's a lot of that i know i create a lot of that <laughs> really you do too though right and that what cassium like does the bounce rate yeah yeah you get like people coming in you have all these people clicking on your site and oh, they're there terrible. for two seconds they get yeah. there and they're like this is complete well, garbage why you'll see like oh my god we had a thousand hits last night no it was from pakistan and they were trying to hack into your computer and it doesn't have to be pakistan it yeah, could be yeah, any it country racist. no it was just any country just but we had pakistan was a country so it was like a fact yeah so it's not it's like pakistan is a country that is true right but it was the country that was hitting a site i don't know if it was one of our sites it's someone else's site and mm -hmm. they were trying to hack in yeah I don't know what they would do if they got it. I guess you can pull they some would, credit card. I'll tell you what they'd do. Okay. They would start crying because they'd be so disappointed. That <laughs> they, while we it's got like, in it's like and breaking into happened. a bank and, no and nothing's in there. Nothing? No people? No, no, yeah. No, no. I'm talking about like late at night. Nobody's there. You know, banking yeah. hours, right? Okay. Way past banking hours. Somebody breaks into the bank. Yeah. They get in there. Spend all this time just uh, crack the safe. <laughs> they just, they get in there finally like, oh, I did it. I cracked the safe. You kind of have like this mental picture of some guy who's cracking the safe and then remembering as a child how his dad taught him how to crack these high-tech safes and then how his dad's dad taught him and all this kind of stuff. Gets into the safe, 
empty. That's what it would feel like for the young Pakistani man or woman. I'm not trying to say that it would be a man. Right. Getting into your website. They would get in there and be like, wow, everything looks great. The shelves are clean. Everything looks pretty. It's well-maintained, but there's nothing of value here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just went for it. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, man, That's I love good. your site. I'm just it's messing. Amazing. I just kind of went off the rant there because it's been so long since we've talked to each it other. It's been a while. Why? And I just missed you. COVID. COVID happened. No, it's no, yeah. That, who cares? Okay. I don't care. We're just moving past that. Yeah. No, yeah. well, we can talk about it. You want to? We had a plan. We can touch on it. How about that? Let's do that. Okay. Yeah. You, had, you did not have COVID. No, I didn't. I did your not. Your kid and your wife, one of your kids. Yeah, yeah. So we originally had COVID during the Delta variant. Here's the little history and had great natural immunity to all that. But the one thing that had come out with this whole Omicron variant B or whatever is that Delta immunity didn't seem to hold up too well against this variant, which is fine because it was a pretty weak ass variant. I mean, I've had colds. My kids and my wife have all had colds way worse than that. But then, yeah, my son caught it. And the only reason we found out about it is because his friend his parents told us and they're like, oh, okay, well, and my dad was going to be having surgery the following week. So, you know, in that case it was, okay, let's go ahead and test him. And sure enough. So he and my wife had it, but me and my youngest one didn't catch it because we're just better people. <laughs> Bottom okay. line. Yeah. yeah. My wife, and my oldest. Yeah. Yeah. They're subpar compared to me and my youngest. That's awesome. It is. Yeah. Well, the cool thing about just talking about COVID on a podcast is yeah. when you go to Spotify now, it's going to be a COVID disclosure. Oh, I know. It's great. It. I love it. Learn more about COVID. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, really from who? Yeah. yeah. Where's this information coming from? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, oh, to stop disinformation. I'm like, yes, but if you're talking about the CDC, the uh, United States, they've been preventing some disinformation. It's here. just a truth. Yeah. It's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got into it with my sister-in-law about this. Oh, of course, okay. we had several drinks, so it was kind of incoherent, but yeah. it's okay. But it was fun. You had to get it out. You just needed a place oh, to well, like... Yeah. I mean, I didn't really have to. That wasn't worth it. Yeah. Why did you have to get mad? Yeah. Well, I didn't start it. Uh, no, she started not. it. How People you start know? things, I finish them. Okay. Yeah. You do. You've summarized things. You're good at that. Well, yeah. That, well, that is true. But I also, I mean, full disclosure, my love language is confrontation. Mm. That is a fact. Because it's not like I'm is trying that to win. Sixth love language? I'm not sure. Not one of the five. I know that. I've never actually read the book. Okay. So that's the headline. That's like clicking on the headline. You open the book up. You're like, I'm not reading this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this book, (laughs) the title promises so much. It's a good book. You should read it. All right. I'm going to think about what. Hmm. We should read it together. (laughs) You want to have a book club? I think your words of affirmation. Like, do you like what people tell you? Like, that is true. That you're amazing or that's really good, Jared. Yeah. Or keep up that good work. Okay. Now I do remember these. Yes. Or do you like, like when I pat you on the shoulder, that's it. Physical that touch. touch, physical touch. So those are your two. Yeah. Those are uh-huh. my two. And confrontation. That's yeah. <laughs> good confrontation. Like healthy confrontation. It creates yeah. a sense of respect. Well, that's what we're doing here. Right. Oh we yeah. I don't know. We argue sometimes. No, but it's good. I look at it as, yeah. I trust you if you'll fight me. Now I don't mean that like in a stupid, like punch each other in the face. Yeah. yeah. You remember uh, fight club? Yeah. The line in there says, you don't truly know a man until you fight him. Well, there's a lot of truth in that. I think there's something deep at that level is that you have to wrestle through things Mm. uh, because I have such a dominant personality. I'm very aware of that though. So I'm always hyper-conscious when I'm interacting with people. I want to make sure, hey, look, my personality can be large sometimes. Do not be afraid of that. Tell me to shut up or tell me you disagree. I want you to. Like, I want people to push back. I don't want them just to comply. It's easier if you know someone I can say that to you. Like, today's not the day, Jared. Right. And you're like, cool, man. Yeah. Come back, you know. But other times, like, well, I've seen people in here and being like, what do I do with this guy? For sure. <laughs> and that's entertaining for you and for me. But at the end of the day. Uncomfortable for other people. And that's just not eh, a good word. Well, that's never my goal. But I'm also aware that, you know, I can be misunderstood. 
Mm. Familiar with the Enneagram? With the what? Enneagram? No, I'm not. Well, I won't try to explain all of it because I have a low attention span. Okay. I just don't care. Yeah, I already no. tapped out. I'm yeah, kidding. yeah, for sure. So moving on. Yeah, but for anybody listening, so for all three of you listening. It's more than that. Seriously, you should be proud of it. Yeah, yeah. There's way more than that. So go ahead. Yeah, Carry no, on. like six or seven. That's no. like double. We're getting to double digits. I like that. Yeah, so anyway, the Enneagram, it's a pretty comprehensive personality assessment. It's one of the oldest, apparently. It goes all the way back to the Desert Fathers. I have no idea if it does or not. All that said is it's one of the few of these tests that I actually think is pretty good. So I'm an eight, which is like a bull in a china shop. Okay. Constantly misunderstood. If you're a healthy eight, you're not trying to dominate people. Yeah. You just very action. You know how I am. Just very action. Right? It's like, hey, let's get this done. It's like, we can make this thing happen. We can do this. Let's go. Let's not sit here and overthink it. Okay. But if you're not aware of those kinds of things, you can run over people really easy. Does it help if the other person is, say, like a three is more passive? Because if you had two eights in the house... Threes are actually performance-oriented. Okay. But like a couple, a relationship, would it be good if one's... Yeah. Um, apparently, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff like that. You don't that. want two bulls in the china shop. One's no. tough. Yeah. You want complimentary fetch. My wife is very much the opposite of me. Okay. She sits there and thinks things through for yeah, a long time. It's nice to have that, and right? I'm sitting there like, come on, hurry up. <laughs> and she's thinking, you need to take your time and think about this. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway... I mean, I've even lost interest in this topic. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, because I mean, you see just like the excitement. Well, it all started with confrontation. Being my love, love language. language. That's right. I wonder how many love languages there actually are. It's not I don't just know. five. I didn't well, know there we could probably six create one. a few. You just did. Maybe I did. Yeah, confrontation. Yeah. Well, you know, the way I've I described myself and been described by the people, my communication style is compassionately aggressive. <laughs> I never want people to feel bad. I want them to it's be not passive. It's aggressive. Definitely not passive. It's the opposite. My pet peeve is passive aggressiveness yeah, yeah. by far. Those okay. people make me sick. Yeah. And I have no shame in that. And it's not even like the person. Let me separate the person from the action. Okay. Because the person I have compassion for aggressively. I've had some passive aggressiveness with you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I've had to work on that. It's a good thing that you were there's out of guilt, my reach. Right? There's a lot of guilt, I think, in that. I would have you know, hugged you into submission. Yeah. Gone face me. It's like, you need to be aggressive with me. Yeah. That's what I would have done. Yeah. There was guilt. No, there can be guilt. I think with passive aggressiveness, there can be, you don't want to make someone feel bad. You want to play. Yeah. And that's hard, right? That's a lot to carry with someone. Guilt is a hard thing. It's super yeah. basic. Like, hey, do you want to go out for lunch? I don't know. You know, it's like, because I don't want to upset your feelings. Right. You can't go, but sometimes it's easier to say, no. But if you carry that and you don't like get it out there, now all of a sudden you're carrying that. I know guilt with you. Well, I wouldn't say that's really being passive aggressive. I just think that's more being maybe they're different. Kind of meek, shy. You know, like ah, what's the opposite of assertive? I guess it's passive. Passive, yeah. But it's not passive aggressive. You're just passive. Yeah. yeah, and I get it. Maybe it's like in that genre. Well, Eric, but you have low T, okay. low testosterone. <laughs> so. <laughs> I saw your blood work. A moment. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a clear sign of low T. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that and your little baby beard you're trying to grow. But don't oh, worry about it. No, I'm just messing. Your beard looks good. I like it. You yeah. do need to let it go out a little bit farther. And full disclosure, I have no idea if Eric has low T. The symptoms are all there. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. You're very masculine. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, but back to what you were saying. It depends on the person that you're engaging with as well. Well, like what? I don't feel like I have that with someone like yourself. Oh, yeah, say, you could tell me to, I, uh, constantly. to eat shit and go yeah, away. Yeah. Like, like, oh, you're you, hungry for lunch? There's plenty of lunch out in the yard. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, you could yeah, tell me that. Go grab a and snack. I'd laugh and I'd go and yeah. see if I could take it to the next level. Yeah. It's like when two people have a podcast together. That's right. Here wow. we are. Yeah. It doesn't always work if no, it does they not. can't feed off of one another and be able to interrupt and interject and change topics and go, you know, it's like, there's a lot to it. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that that's bad, that they don't have a, some sort of relationship that they can do somewhere else. It just, it doesn't work in that conversational style. Called chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. That's the word. We have it. See, there it is. There it is. Summarize exactly what I was saying in my stream of consciousness going on. I would have kept going too. I, I know, think. I know. But I We wouldn't you. have landed that plane. No. No. Yeah. You just no. like to beat around the bush. Yeah. You know, I'm Passive like, aggressive. I'm going straight there. I'm going to shake that bush and I'm going to see what comes out of it. Yeah. I like that. And then I'm going to name it. Yeah, that's a terrible analogy. Is that <laughs> analogy, the right. Yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do think that there's plenty of negatives about me, but the positive is, you know, you're not going to hurt my feelings by just, it would take a lot for you to hurt my feelings. Mm. But I also, I mean, just over time, I've just realized that the vast majority of personal attacks, not that I get a lot, at least not to my face, mm. but the vast majority of personal attacks are about that person. If I think about things that drive me nuts about another person, I immediately realize like, these are just qualities I find in myself or that I hate about myself. Even if they're just latent, you know, there's things that aren't at the forefront. I'm just like, oh, that drives me crazy. Yeah. It drives me crazy when my wife is not organized or on top of things because my natural tendency is to not be organized and on top of things. I've had to train myself to do it over years because it's my problem. Yep. So my frustration or annoyance with her is, and same with the kids. It's a you thing, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all about me, it yeah. is. And that's what it is for everybody. That's good though. That's a really good awareness to have that. Well, you have to have it. Did you always have it like that? No, 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 I okay. had to work on that. Okay, same. Yeah, yo, I could tell you where it happened. I'd, it hit me when we first moved to Raleigh. This is back in like 2006. And we were there with some friends and one night, me and another buddy of mine, he was kind of obnoxious like me, we got lectured by two friends of ours that were like families. They were like our family. You know, none of us had kids. We'd all gone to school together. But they decided to make it known to us that, because we'd have a lot of fun together, like we'd be obnoxious and whatnot. But they decided to let us know like how we hurt their feelings or I can't even remember specifically what it was. None of it was ever intentional because there was never like this intention to hurt or belittle anybody. But this was from nine months previous. Mm. So two things kind of came out of this for me. Number one is like, oh man, I'm sorry that you feel that way. And, you know, in the past, I would have just carried that around feeling bad and feeling I need to walk on eggshells. But this is where everything kind of broke for me is the next thing I realized after having that feeling of, hey, look, I'm sorry, that's not my intention. The next realization I had was, wow, you've been lying to me for nine months. Mm. And that was the big trigger. I wasn't mad at her for that. I just realized that, look, I'm not going to feel bad if I really started to double down on intention. If I hurt somebody's feelings, I want to know about it. Yeah. If I upset somebody or do something that causes harm, I want to know about it. But I want to know about it soon so that we can address it. This person had been carrying it for like nine months. And again, on the flip side of that is that because I have such a big personality, it can be a little intimidating to try and come to me with that because they're thinking about it through the lens of how would they feel if somebody came right to him and said, hey, look, this bothered me because that's seen as confrontational. That's seen as negative. Whereas I would see that as, hey, respectful. And my respect for that person would skyrocket. Like, I really appreciate you coming to me with that. Yeah. Just know my intention was never that. And I will be aware of that next time. Yeah. That's what I want. To me, in my mind, is that's basic human respect. But we have a hard time doing that. 
but I also have a lot of grace because I can be a hard person to deal with, I suppose. But at the same time, I just tried to evaluate people as people and be like, hey, you know what? Folks that are like me, we can talk to each other a certain way that I can't talk to more passive and non-assertive people like you. You know, <laughs> so the question everyone's, I'm just going to bypass that last yeah, yeah, part, yeah, but yeah. go ahead. Yeah. So the question everyone's got in their mind right now, are you still friends with this person? Oh, I mean, we're cordial, okay. but no. Are they yeah. listening to this podcast? No, oh, okay. no, no, no. You never I'm sure. Know. No, I mean, she's a sweetheart. She really I was. I mean, like, so she was somebody I didn't want. I know it was more than that, but it was just, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was an awesome friend. Yeah. So to kind of have all that stuff come, and, you know, have all that come out and it wasn't like specific things. It was just more of an overall you just suck, Jared. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying I didn't suck. Yeah. Well, people are worried, like, because you said, if someone's got a strong personality, or, yeah. you know, that you might get defensive if I come to you with right. this. And yeah. then I'm worried about what that means. But it is. There's like, I've seen it with my son to where he actually wants to be told if he did something. Yeah. A friend of his said, like, you did this the other day. And he's like, oh my, I can't believe I did. I'm so sorry. Right. But it happened within a 24-hour, 48-hour period. That's good. And it was like taken care of. And like, exactly. he gets to learn from it. I'll never do that again. I yeah. will never try to do, you know, and that's- Whether just, he's aware of something he didn't intend correct. had a certain effect Which is on something somebody. you had talked about before. And I'm always hitting on that awareness piece of it. Mm-hmm. Like to become aware of something, the way you are, the way you think about things, or the way you respond to things, like to have that awareness yeah. is enormous. And it's like, it doesn't fix it necessarily, but you're aware of it and you can start working on it. Right. Or if you do something again, at least for me, if I'm aware of something and then I do it again later on down the road, you know, the first thought that comes to my mind is, oh, wait, look what I just did. Oh. And then it's on me. I'll know it super quick. I'm like, you know what? That was a stupid thing to do. Why did I say that? Right. Yeah. Like when you make fun of me, like that wasn't nice and you shouldn't do that. Yeah. But I did it because I'm a compassionately aggressive communicator. Right. And I'm trying to connect with you at a deep level and turn Mm. you into a real man Mm. to grow a beard and shave your head. Wow. Like me. Yeah. Yeah. But that right there just shows my own insecurity. Absolutely. Do you see how I did that? I did. Yeah. Self-awareness, self-deprecation, but also self-elevation all in one statement. Wow. Yeah. Look out for me. Watch out, Tony Robbins. Profound. Watch out. Yeah. Here I come. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Man, see, this is why we should do this more yeah. and more. This feeds my soul. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Like, yeah, this is a very so selfish like, endeavor for me. Conversations that you have with people right. can feed your soul. Big time. Whatever that means. But yes, I get it. I know the human mean. soul. Let's talk about so that. So you got a podcast. Yeah. So like there's these other benefits because like we've talked about this in podcast like the ROI if oh, I spend dude, my time doing that's this, the name of the podcast what's that? friends with benefits <laughs> done <laughs> so the idea there is we have the podcast this is unscripted it's yeah. a series inside of entrepreneur perspectives right right for now, now. for yes. now so we're thinking about spinning it off and turning it into something else and we've come up with different names and we're thinking friends through with it benefits. And friends with benefits that's it yeah yeah, that's one of those, like, people would click on that thinking it's one thing. But the only question then is, they get us, how many ahead. of those exist? There's a movie called Friends with Benefits yeah. with Mila Kunis and... Exactly. No, no, he's good. Yeah, yeah. Exactly is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't Singer, Who cares? No, no, it's not Justin Timberlake. He is good. Yeah, yeah he's, he's <laughs> yeah, good. See? He's good. Yeah. That guy's got talent. It's a good movie. Yeah. You should watch that. I don't know what's on right now. Netflix. We'll get it back around to that. Yeah, so yeah. as you so were anyway, saying though, yeah, continue yeah, I don't know on what before I rudely interrupted. Yeah, yeah, you did. For you were saying one of the benefits of this, because we're talking about feeding of, souls. Yeah, so like if you're going to have a podcast so often, it's like, well, what return are we getting off of this podcast? Yeah. There's so many ancillary benefits. Smiles. So food for the soul. Mm-hmm. Smiles, right? Learning. Yeah. Thinking. 
better talker, better listener, better communicator. That yeah. just sums up what I just said. But right, yeah. So all those things, and and you don't know what, as I said, the unknown. But you don't know what could come from that. Well, I mean, for sure. Over the years of doing podcasts, various podcasts with different people, I think in our first episode we talked about this. What were the criteria for me to have a guest or to you to have do to a be podcast? Interested in them. You right. want to talk to them. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. So that means you want to talk to me. So like you can make as much fun of me as you want. Yeah. But it, deep down, I want to talk I to I want Eric. to be here. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's forced me yeah, to be yeah. here. I mean, you drove here. I did. Did you ride your bike? No. no. Too hot for that. Oh, it's hot as can be out there. It, it is. Yeah. yeah. Although I have been riding my bike again. Mm. It's been really good. Been training good. Really for good. no races because there's no races on the calendar. They're still using the COVID excuse. Now, I wonder how long they're going to pull this out. All the supply chain stuff or you call customer service oh, or yeah. Or, you know, you're going through a Starbucks line, but there's nobody actually in Starbucks oh, because man. they all just quit five minutes before you're going My through the line. My wife was line. just telling me she was at a Starbucks. South Service Park. is garbage. Service is terrible. She said, like, what do you call it? The coffee shop was disgusting. Like, oh, stuff yeah. Nobody everywhere. Yeah. It was gross. It is. And this is like a newer Starbucks. Yeah. They don't give a we shit. We went out to dinner. We had to go pick up our daughter. So we are like, let's stop and grab dinner on the way. So yeah. we walk in. I've never seen this. And it's like a nice Thai restaurant. Yeah. We walk in and all of a sudden, this is, what is today? Today's Thursday. So it's a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Nothing big happening. People are even still in school, I think. And we walk in and they couldn't seat us. They came out like flabbergasted that there's people there. Like, we have two servers. Uh-huh. We don't have enough cooks. We don't know if we're going to be able to seat you. <laughs> people are like, what are you talking about? Was the about? place packed? I mean, now inside, outside, there was a bunch of people. And like, it was normally like, hey, we'll sit you. And this is like 6.30. Yeah. On a Wednesday, like it was weird. People were like super confused. There's no people to work. So Got like it. I've heard lifeguards like across the country, like 50% of all public pools have not opened yet because they normally open on Memorial Day weekend. Right, yeah. They did not open because they don't have lifeguards to serve those pools. Just like the restaurants are just struggling with their service. And I'm sitting out there afterwards, right next to them is a Chipotle. We've covered Chipotle oh. a lot. But anyway, you can walk into Chipotle, order your food, you pay for it, you sit down, you eat. When you're done, you throw it away and you leave. Mm-hmm. Why are restaurants so like, have to have this, we have to have a server. Cause let's be honest, most of the time, the servers right now don't know what they're doing. No. And that's because they're not trained. They don't have experience doing it. They're just being hired. Hey, you want a job? You can work here. Yeah. Why does it have to have that same experience? Like, why aren't they willing to change the way the restaurant operates? I get it. It's a different experience, but the other experience is you can't eat there anyway. So people are walking out of that restaurant without eating, having to figure out where to go. And I guarantee you, the next time they want to go out, they're not looking to go back there. Right. We ended up getting it to go and we sat outside, which was nice because we didn't have a waiter bothering us uh-huh. during our meal. We enjoyed it. It was a little hot, but it was fine. Like, why aren't they thinking differently about it? Like Chick-fil-A completely changed their process. I mean, Chick-fil-A they became crushed a machine. It, man. Yeah. And I think they might be struggling right now. I've heard stories, but I'm not going to prognosticate. It's nothing compared to the struggles of other restaurants. But they turned the entire inside into like a distribution and like you roll up there's line, two lines going around. It's crazy. Oh man, they're tracking everything. Yeah, Yeah, they were on it. So like, I don't want more restaurants do it. I don't know how we got on restaurants and service. We're talking about. Oh, like podcasting, like whatever. You're talking about, you asked me if I rode my bike here. I said, I started riding my bike, started training, but even there's no races because there's nothing on the calendar. It didn't matter what we talked about. I was just saying, I don't know how we got there. You know, I've got the amazing ability to backtrack and go, here's where we started, Eric. Now I can rabbit trail. Mm -hmm. But you came here to podcast, to have a conversation with I did. And that's- And you're welcome. There's something to that. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah. So podcasting is the answer. I need more friends. So I'm kind of using this podcast to find more friends. I'm advertising my friendship. Yeah. That I'm in the market for friends. Yeah. 
But it looks serious too. If I wish you could see, that's why we did this on video. Yeah, would have been like, wow, wow, that guy yeah, really seriously does. needs no, friends. Like, you're like, this is interesting. So online dating. Uh huh. At first, you heard about it. People were like, that's weird. Like you met your wife on online. Now it's like the normal thing to do. Uh, which by the way, I did not meet my wife on online dating. I get it. I just Neither wanted did to make I. sure. Right. So that's just because no, we're old. Just saying, right. But people are making friends on the internet now that's because true. they have common interests. You get on Twitter or you play a game or whatever. Nobody makes friends on Twitter. Man. Come on. <laughs> okay. Jeez, what's wrong with you? Go which ahead. one? LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. 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 LinkedIn. Oh, really? Yeah. No, no, no. I've no. got some friends on LinkedIn. Really? I got, yeah. Yeah. Friends are not followers. No, but did that turn into a conversation quick or was that a lot of back and forth? Through you know, they were friends first. That's they were different. Friends, no, yeah. so you just ruined it. Yeah. No, they had common interests like, okay, Cleveland Browns fan. Yeah. Military family. Yeah. So you add a couple more beards, whatever. Yep. Yep. Cycling. Next thing you know, you guys are grabbing a soda together. Soda. <laughs> hey, man, want to go get a pop? <laughs> oh, yeah. Ohio. This is Charlotte, man. I know. Yeah. I'm from Buffalo. Everything is a Coke. Everything's a pop. Everything's a Coke. Everything's here. a pop. I'm not in Western here. New York and Ohio. Yeah. And then soda is yep. a lot of other places. And then a lot of places is Coke. Yeah. So it's Coke here. I usually say like cool carbonated beverage. Ugh. You don't like that? Yeah, rarely. I mean, man. That'll put you to bed in like 30 minutes. No, I tell you what, if we're on the road sometimes, because I don't like to drink sugary drinks anyway. Yeah. But, you know, if I need some caffeine, what do you like, got? Nah, give me half. What in the Zach? That's just water. Zach or Zach? Yeah, Zach. yeah it's, it's a knockoff. It's a Target's uh, brand. I was going to say, like, because we could call up Zach and they could sponsor a podcast. How about we call up these guys and they sponsor a podcast? That would be a good one. Yeti? Yeah. yeah this is, Zach is like a knockoff of Yeti. Yeah, I can this tell. It's the cheap version of it. That's tell. all it is. What are the kind of nutrients that they spit out? Like, that's what makes this. That's a great question. Look at that. See, you can't see the video right now, but you see that. Like, that's Imagine nice, right? EK? Yeah. Oh, for Eric Casmo. Oh, wow. Wow, that's yeah, great. Yeah, you put that together. Those are really generic letters, though. If they did it like in the Cas source font, you know, all that, then it would be cool. My wife got this as a gift for me. Um, yeah. So I actually like kidding. it. Yeah. What I was trying to say was, well, somebody's texting me. Wow. really important. Well, that's the whole thing with podcasting, though. There's very few situations where you can get someone dialed in. They have to be ready to talk and take on conversations and typically not have their phone with them. That's powerful right there. Yeah, well, I'm ready to converse at any time of the day. Wake me up out of a dead sleep. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? And did you see the new Top Gun movie? No. Dude, but I did watch the old Top Gun movie this past weekend. Yeah. Happened to, my brother-in-law happened to be sitting there on the couch at night. This is after me and this my sister-in-law. This is your first time seeing the movie? Yeah, it was actually my first time seeing the full movie unedited because as a kid... We just watch them on TV and it was the edited for television version. You were like, why aren't you seeing the theater? Your little oh lamb. man, no, listen, dude. I mean, man, my mother would not let me listen really? to, oh, yeah. So you know, I'm a musician. here for a while. Oh, we could. You yeah. were talking about my childhood? Yeah. So Top Gun was like PG, I think the new one's PG-13. I don't know what it was back then. I don't Let's talk about it. the old one. Yeah, yeah. It was on the TV in my house the other day. My son was, I was like, well, if you're going to show it to me, put it on TV. I'm not going to, I can't. Because it's like, what about this? I've like seen the movie a zillion times. Yeah. That's a good one. The music kicks in. That's one thing I noticed about the old Top Gun is that that soundtrack is going non-stop the whole movie you know the take my breath away and uh, no it's that beat no it's that early beat that's right i should it it was just a lot of drama lots of sexual tension there's always jokes about that while we're talking right now or is that like that's probably a problem tom Um, cruise's people are going to reach out and be like you need to take that down or i would be honored if they did because i was like look who's listening look Mm -hmm. who's listening 
That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The Church Come of Scientology. In. This podcast is sponsored by the Church of Scientology. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair use. That's the word. Yeah. Like lyrics, music. Mm, that's not fair use. No. We can say it. We can't start quoting it. Or in a conversation, you can. But I hear people do it all the time. I hear people like, using like music, copyrighted like, music, opening up their podcast, and these are like, I'm thinking, how much did they pay? No, they didn't. They don't have a license for that. They would have to disclose that. And yeah. typically, you'd be spending a lot of money if you want to use Which like is crazy Kendrick yeah. Lamar's like, yeah, new album. Yeah, that would be tough. Yeah. So Top Gun, you were Top you Gun. did not get to see it. Yeah, but I did get to see it this weekend. The old one. The old one. It's classic. Yeah. I'm not necessarily saying it's good. It was super cheesy. Well, yeah, you have to accept certain things. It's yeah, like, I took it in a whole new life. It's like, you don't watch Step Brothers and being like, I wanted to be like inspired, you know? Right, yeah. Like, you may be inspired by comedy, but not yeah, to no, like- Yeah, exactly right. Stay well, in your parents' house. It felt like, you know, I may be overstating this. Maybe I was just too tired. You know, like if you watch a David Lynch film, it has a feel. You got to give me more of that. Okay, did you ever watch Twin Peaks? Okay, I know of Twin Peaks. I don't okay, think you know I watched Twin Peaks, it. But yeah. if you watch Twin Peaks, it had a very specific- there's an atmosphere to it. Sure. There's a presence to it. Okay. Top Gun, what I noticed is it felt like somebody's, it's like their tapestry. And if I saw another movie by that person who I don't know who made this, and I'm probably completely wrong about this. Like Jerry Bruckheimer, those people. Sure, yeah. would be like, yeah. oh, Michael Bay, right? You see a Michael Bay movie, and then you see another one. If you don't know it's Michael Bay, you could immediately go, that's a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. Okay. Because it's overdoing it on the action so much, and it's just all this stuff, and it's really visually stimulating. Yeah. But yeah, but Top Gun seemed to have this artistic, mm. overdramatic kind of- Tony Scott. Sorry. I knew, we should have known that. Who's Tony Scott? He's big. What else did Tony Scott do? Yeah, Keep let's talking. see if this theory is right. Let's see if his oh, movies yeah, a lot have, of those things. Like Jerry Bruckheimer and whoever, who did Michael Bay and all those mm -hmm. guys. Yeah, like they have a signature on their movies. This movie, Top Gun, watching the old Top Gun So he film. didn't, so he's- since past, it looks like. What else do you do? We're going to get there. We got to keep talking because you got to keep people engaged. Yeah, so, definitely. Are you going to see the new movie? Yeah, yeah, maybe. If it's on. There's so many movies he's done. My gosh. Like, I'm trying to find something. Give me like, the movie he did before Top Gun and the one right after. Back in the 80s. 80s. Yeah. 80s. Yeah. 30 credits for, wow, this man's accomplished. Kenny Long is, oh, that's the music video. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Mm -hmm. That's that was one, one before? It was after it. Days of Thunder. Oh, that has That's very a good, much a... Very much. It's the same movie. Yeah, it is. Just with cars, not with jets. cars, yeah. But yeah. it's going Crimson Tide. Yeah. Tom Clancy, maybe? Yeah. Enemy of the State. Dang. Will Smith. Oh, well, uh, look at that. Here the Fan. Did you ever see The Fan? Wesley Snipes and Robert De Niro. Wesley Snipes was a baseball player and Robert De Niro was a crazy fan who mm -hmm. wanted to like hunt down. I read the book. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. Man on Fire. That's another. That sounds really familiar. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So Tony Scott. Yeah, yeah. So he's got he put a lot of stuff, stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you feel like, yeah, Denzel, yeah. Man on Fire. That's it. Yeah. Good movie. Denzel is one of the greatest. Yeah. He was there consoling Will Smith during that moment that he had. I thought he pulled Will Smith aside and he said, did. hey man, he's you don't do that. I don't know what he said. And then he smacked him. <laughs> been some. Did anybody capture that on film? Denzel yeah, yeah, smacking Will Smith? <laughs> I don't know about that part. I'd like to see that one. Yeah. 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 This is good. So you are going to see the new movie? I don't know, man. Go see it today. I you, honestly, would you go to a theater or you just wait for it? No, oh. I would never pay money to go see the new Top Gun. Why would I do that? Come on, Eric. We would just like when it comes out. You know how I feel about Tom Cruise. <laughs> okay, so you're not going to go to a theater 
Would you go to a theater to see the so movie that you really like right now? <laughs> Would you go to a theater? Or no. <laughs> to see a movie? Any movie, like sure. a favorite movie. Well, no, some people are like, I'm not going. Why? Because of COVID? No, because it's just people talking and throwing food. Monkey and... boxes because of <laughs> It's because yeah, of yeah, monkey box. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Have we gone this far and not talked about monkey I almost brought it up at one point, but I kind of... But you didn't want me to go on one of my, like, yeah, rants. I blacked out for a second. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. But that one, we're going to be okay with that? Yes, Mon- of course we are. <laughs> it's monkey pox. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just if you see somebody with boils... Oh, God. I don't want to talk about don't that. Don't go touch them. That'll be difficult for... <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. That'll yeah. be difficult for me since my... One of my love languages is touch. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, that would whoop. suck. Maybe we lucked out. COVID was like a cold. You know, it didn't have, I don't want we to did go, I don't go down that path because that's yeah, what man, like. people so are depressing. People fast forward through that stuff. Yeah. But then we just keep dropping it. Yeah. You know, just randomly. Yeah. I mean, this is unscripted, obviously, if you've gotten this far. Yeah. Yeah. So what else, man? I hurt my finger this weekend. I had to yeah, go to urgent yeah. care. That's just a topic. It's interesting because a lot of the urgent care facilities, uh-huh. hospitals yeah. backed up. Then there's all these like franchise urgent cares everywhere, like every corner, like the whole medical system just completely changing. Yeah. Like what's your future outlook on that? Which part? That's a I complex mean, machine. It is very complex. It's changed though. So well, you go in there, they take you, you're in, you're out, everything's good. I think here's one of the big reasons why you see more people in urgent care is that for such a long time, back when I was in the health insurance as a broker doing ancillary and health benefits and all that, one of the biggest problems that you ran into was people going into the emergency room for non-emergencies. And the cost of that, again, not because the actual cost, but the cost that the hospital would like, oh, well, this is how much it costs. You know, you get to pay extra for emergency room. That just became, it was just massive. So I know with most insurance plans, at least in the state of North Carolina, I know with ours that we have, it's 600 bucks to go to the emergency room, no matter what. Doesn't go to your deductible. Wow. It's not your copay. It's just, or maybe they call it your copay, but it's a $600, hey, before anything, you're 600 bucks. So it's a big incentive to go to urgent care unless you have a legit emergency. Yeah. So I would think, now again, I'm just saying that as a guess, I have not looked at actual data or studies on that, but urgent care is being overflowing I think that's one contributing factor to it. The other could also be that it's allergy season and you still have people who are terrified of having COVID. Right. There's a lot of confusion around that too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But there's like franchises, like you can go start. Yeah. Should we start one? So there's hospitals, like Novant has their own urgent care facilities, Yep. but that's the first place most people go because that's the network, that's the name. Yeah. Yet down the street is another place AFC, I think is what it was called. There's all of them. I don't know. They're just, yeah. so yeah. you should look into that. Yeah. CVS, Minute Clinic, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Do you want to know about the future of healthcare? Huh, it's, That's a tough one. Yeah. But I mean, it's, I mean, we really start getting into the question of cost delivery. Then, you know, the, the question of is healthcare human right? Should there be insurance? You know, all that other kind mm. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotten expensive health insurance. Wow. The last 20 years. For sure, it just continues to go up. It's yeah. probably the largest line item for most businesses if they have employees. Yeah. It's massive. Yeah. A lot of these companies out there trying to tackle that problem, but they're running into their own issues, like a Zenefits, for example. Yeah. I don't know if you're ever in the business at that. that point. Well, you and I first met they when that got was a lot happening. Of trouble. And yeah, we yeah. talked about that. Yeah, that crashed and burned. Yeah. Yeah, man. And that's an industry that is pretty, 
they've uh, circled the wagons because they know everybody's got them in their targets. At least people don't like insurance companies. Hospitals are a whole other issue. But that's always a question that comes up. Cost of insurance, cost of care. And it varies so much. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. If you go to Obamacare, right? From what I've heard is if you're paying full price, you're paying for three families. or Easily. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. But they've got tons of subsidies that are out there. Right. Right. Which, you know, definitely helps to curb the cost. Right. It just depends on where you fall in that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because it's really difficult for a small business to go out and get health insurance. There's yep. just not a lot of options. Yeah, man. It's nuts. That's a depressing subject. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that just took all the excitement out because I was like, oh, yeah, I've got lots of thoughts on healthcare and the future of healthcare. Oh, man, I'm in a good mood. Yeah. I don't want to go into bad mood. Yeah. yeah. Deshaun Watson had a 23rd person come out and man, say, that's not good. Yeah, you know, the thing that's, because I keep tracking on all this stuff, I don't know, man. I mean, this really seems like it's being handled mostly in the court of public opinion. I don't know if the accusations are true. I knew that two grand juries acquitted. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's not enough here. Yeah. There's nothing here. And that's what they're saying. They're not saying you can't try this, right? Like, right, yeah. yeah. That the accusations and the evidence just aren't there. Yeah. Deshaun's also holding tight, like, I'm not going to settle because that it says that I did something wrong. Right. And I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. So he's holding tight to his story. A 23rd woman is now added to this list. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely, there's suspicion on all sides. Like the obvious suspicion from Deshaun is like, wow, that's a lot of accusations. The other side of it is... I don't know. I know there's better documentation. I probably shouldn't be talking about this, but what one of the questions I have or things that I've heard through folks that are following this is that the lawyer for these women, he's gone out and been recruiting and asking around like, hey, well, you know, trying to get more and more people sure. to Please join bring this Bring a 23rd in, that's a news story. Exactly. It's like, hey, you know, the more we can stack this up, I mean, that's a big payday for him, for them as well. Sure. I don't say that in any way to say that these women are lying. The fact is we don't know. And we don't know what all's going on. It's a mess. The thing that kind of discourages me a lot is that, you know, people are talking about like, well, the NFL is going to have to suspend him for X amount of games. I think, well, what if he's completely innocent? They still have to suspend him because they don't want to look bad in the court of public opinion. It's like, what? This is mob rule, right? Yeah. At the same time, I also know there's a history of putting these things under the rug when women or, you know, if there's right. been a, like legit assaults. And like I said, they sweep it under the rug and nothing happens. And that behavior continues. So that's a problem too. So there's no solution yeah. in my mind. It's just, I look at this and say, we've gotten too accustomed to this idea that mob rule, mob, you know, well, if the court of public opinion or Twitter blows up, then CEOs are coming out and apologizing for shit that they shouldn't apologize for because they are like, well, we're so sorry that three people in our 300,000 person company decided to protest outside because they don't like Dave Chappelle. Right. right. And then throw a whole fit and put out a whole statement and then put a, a sticker up on their bio. It's just like, yeah. come on, guys. Yeah. But the CEO said, if you don't want to be a part of this, said, this is not the place to be. Yeah. You know why? Because that kind of bullshit hits the bottom line. If we are honest about the incentive structure in this country, at least, yeah. is that you can have your social activism all day long. Yep. But as soon as it hits the bottom line, company profits, it's out. Yeah. It's that simple. But our companies, the idea isn't for them to stand up for, I mean, to a degree of like for what they believe in and all those things. Sure. They're creating a product or a service Correct. to sell to somebody, a business, yeah. a consumer, all that other side. Now it's up to the employee to make the decision to say, I don't like my boss. I for don't sure. like the content that we're producing at Netflix. So yeah. you have every right to not work there. Yeah. That's kind of, right? 
Yeah. Elon Musk comes out yesterday and the email comes out to say he wants everyone back in the office. Yeah. And it says, you either come back to the office or you depart. I yeah. think that's the word he used. Yeah. Okay, you depart. He's basically saying, come in or you're out. Yep. But that's, he's a CEO. So you can get mad about it. You can yeah. do whatever you want. And those people can be mad about it or they could stay there or they can go get a job somewhere else. They're more than welcome to For go sure. do that. Here's the thing that's frustrating is that with all of this, and I'll call it temper tantrums, because that's been the vast majority of mm-hmm. what's gotten attention. Temper tantrums of people like, I don't like what you said. I don't feel safe. And then we're going to throw a temper tantrum. Or we're going to protest. But it's like, to me, you're dealing with like children. Yeah. What gets frustrating is that real issues, right? Yeah. Real issues are being hijacked by temper tantrums. And so real issues, guess what? They get swept up into the narrative of the temper tantrum and they never get addressed. You yeah. know who that benefits? Perpetrators. Benefits the perpetrators of some injustice that's actually taking place because it's easy to say, well, they're just being woke. Well, they're just doing X, Y, and Z. But you think about real activism, that takes time, energy, focus, dedication, and a lot of work that nobody ever sees. Mm. And then real change happens. Well, I think, you know, everybody's offended by everything and this person is a racist or a sexist or they're a transphobe or whatever it might be. You know who suffers the most in all of that chaos? Are the actual people they, you know, claim to be standing up for. Because the reality is they don't give a shit. They just want attention. Activists on all of these things, whether it's conservatives or liberals, they don't give a shit. They just want five minutes of fame. Well, what about the people who've been down in the trenches for years actually working to make changes? right? You see this with civil rights. You see this with equal pay. You see this with all kinds of things that never make headlines because they're not sexy. There's no scandal. There's no blood. It's just grinding through and getting policy passed to change the incentive structure or change the rules and the regulations. Yeah. But you're not going to see that on Twitter. Yeah. So the frustrating thing is that real meaningful change can often get swept up in this frenzy of offense. Yeah. Well, because now anyone can get out there. Like you said, you're five minutes of fame. Yeah. Anyone can have it. Anyone. I can go out right now and start working my ass off to create general outrage on behalf of left-handed people living in a right-handed world. And I guarantee you, I would have plenty of people jumping up on that. Yeah. And how stupid would that be? Yeah. Pretty stupid. My son would appreciate you. My man. Yeah. yeah. My youngest son too. You know, maybe that's why me and my youngest son did not get COVID a second time is because... Ooh. left-handed. Yeah. Can't deny it, right? I mean, you can't. That's just anecdotal. I mean, there's no science to back that up. That's okay. Yeah, but anyway, so that's my little rant here. I mean, you know, as I've talked about, people like to say, well, the future, and they focus on technology. To me, it's, no, man, the future is understanding human development. It's understanding human dynamics. And what I look at in this just toxic media environment that we've got. It's tough because it's going it to take that, the leadership to make the decision to say, are you going to succumb to this group of three, five, 20 employees yeah. to say, you need to stand up for this. You need to do this. Yeah. Where it's like, this is what we do. Right. And not to say that they're not contributing to society and their community and all that's great, but how far do they want to take it? Because yeah. their job is to deliver that product or their service. If you want to be taken serious, don't act like a toddler, yeah. right? Like you want meaningful change, go get in the trenches with people that have been doing it for years, right? right. I mean, that's the way that I think about that is that yes, companies are there to create a product or a service based on market need and demand. Mm-hmm. The call or the demand by employees that companies take a political position or make some ideological statement is really just ridiculous. And a lot of this comes out of the safetyism of, you know, mm-hmm. 
And they're going to do it in certain ways, right? Like, if, I don't know what an example would be, but accessible, accessibility, right? If you're sure. building a hotel, like you want to make sure that you have accessibility to it. So that's important. So you're building those things inside Definitely. of your products and services as it is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You think about your user base and, you know, the demographics of your user base. Right. It's Yeah. Because it's not saying like you don't discriminate when you hire. Right. Like, so you're practicing, you should be practicing these things. Now, if they're not, well, there's things in place to prevent those people from continuing or from paint or, you know, they have to do something, right? Absolutely, right. And they should be called out. So we're not saying like, build your product and services and screw everybody. No, 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 like, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. I think it's just important not. to make that clarifications because some people can think, well, that's just siding with like, just free for all. No, it's not at all what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, because again, you know, where there's actual like legit discrimination, real racism, real transphobia that translates into marginalization, it makes it so easy to just be like, yeah, whatever, right? right. It's like you're just another screaming person on Twitter or Instagram right. trying to get attention. Yeah. But then real issues don't actually get resolved. Correct. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. They're ruining it for everybody else. Well, yeah, because again, the goal is never a change in policy or procedure. The goal is you need to apologize. The goal is to get attention and get you to respond in a way that they want you to respond. But that's never going to be good enough, right? I mean, this is just... Oh, yeah. Well, there's advice out there for a lot of CEOs to not say anything, to not apologize, because what inevitably happens is there's another story that comes out within a day or two that mm -hmm. takes that headline. Yeah. So your headline's gone, like, whatever. Like, they move on. They move yeah, past I, it. and I don't know that that's necessarily a good position. I mean, maybe. Well, if there's like a legit, well, okay, in this situation we're talking about, yes, I think that is. If it's just people screaming over nothing, right. fine. But if there's a legit scandal, like, oh. But they're standing up to it, right? So you have two high-powered CEOs from mm -hmm. Netflix and Tesla saying, this is the way it is. Yeah, well, they needed somebody to actually stand up to it, which is Elon Musk. Right. Now everybody else is like, well, this is hurting our bottom line, so maybe we should not be such cowards and actually say something. Yeah. I mean, we do. We have a crisis of cowardice. Is it? I was about to say cowardship, and I was like, that's not a word. Cowardice. It's not ness. It's not ness. There's no ness. Why not? Cowardness? <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of cowardness here. Mm, that's not a word. Yeah. Yeah. It's wordle. It's not. Oh, it's don't long. wordle it. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's really simple, right? People want to understand, it's like, oh, why are these folks getting so much attention? Why is all this screaming? Well, number one, the media is incentivized to highlight that crap. The other thing is this, is that... So, I'm sorry to interrupt. The meaning of cowardness is a quality or state of being a coward. The meaning of cowardice is a lack of courage or firmness of purpose. Yeah, so cowardice. Yeah. Right. But, but they're both words. They are. We both win. Everyone's a winner. That's right. Yeah. I like yeah. that. See, this is very good. This is where you It's go. amazing. Like, there's 60,000 returns on plus on this, and this just goes on and on. The yeah. internet. They thought the internet was a fad. So they did. Yeah. Yeah. They were wrong. They were. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Who is they? I don't know. Who there's some they? people, there's some people quoted. I, well, there was a whole thing yesterday. Well, that wasn't yesterday. It was about crypto, yeah. Bitcoin and all mm. that stuff. And there's a big article that came out and I'll, I'll look it up real quick. But, and it basically said like, just throw it in the trash. This is a total disaster. No. So a lot of people sided with that and mm -hmm. said, this is the best piece I've ever read on this and I'll find it in a minute. But yeah, well, Warren Buffett came out with a comprehensive, well, comprehensive maybe, but he said, this is why he'd never trust crypto. Yeah, so they go against it. So people take a side. So they're like, yes, it's the worst thing ever. And then there's other people saying, well, there's people in 1996 or 1998 saying mm -hmm. that the internet was a fad and that That's will right. be by 2005, that'll be long gone. Okay, so it doesn't mean 
people's predictions can be right or wrong. It's definitely going to happen. But now you have these pieces come out. And soon as someone like makes a good case for it to be a disaster, crypto mm-hmm. in that situation, like all of a sudden it's like people just want to hop on that. It's like, yes. And then you have the extreme on the other side. It's like, yes. So it's like, we're so divided. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden it can't be anywhere in the middle. It has to be on the edges. It has to be. I mean, it's just, it's the same thing with the stock market. Yeah. Markets and valuations. It's not based on anything real. It's based on a social contract of trust. Yeah. The analysts say it's worth this much. Mm. The big driver of, you know, for the stock market growth were tech companies that were overvalued. Uh. So Amazon, Facebook, all of these way overvalued because they're not based on anything. It's not like, well, we are valuing this based on how much gold they have in reserves, right? You know, whatever it is. Right. They're basing it on public sentiment. It's based on projections, all kinds of unnecessarily complicated Very complex. algorithms. Yeah. yeah. They're based on nothing. So if... But it could still work, right? Like if that's yeah, the market. Yeah, as long as people play the game. Yeah. So if you have all these people say, oh yeah, well, crypto is crap, then the market for crypto starts to drop. Mm-hmm. And the other side of it is like, well, now's the time to buy. Mm-hmm. And you're basically betting on whether it's going to come back or whether it's going to you know, keep yeah. declining. So yeah. it's just a bet. It's a game. Yeah. Currentaffairs.org had this piece on it. You owe, oh, right? Yeah. yeah what, yeah. you going to read to me now? No, I'm not going to. Nicholas Weaver. I was- couldn't think of his name. He's a UC Berkeley scientist and he's got a lot of feelings on this and a group of people will side with Nicholas and other people will go against it. And mm-hmm. that's where we are. Yeah. And this is where we are. Yeah. It yeah. is in a podcast. A really good podcast. We have really crushed it today. Do you think so? Not really. Yeah. I don't think so. But you know what? I feel the way after most of our podcasts, then I go back and I listen to them like a total narcissist and I'm like, this is really but good. But you know what's interesting? Because I remember... By the way, I don't like when I say that's what's really interesting because that's because most not, of it's not interesting. But go ahead. There's no, there's more to that. Oh, that's interesting. Like, do you just mean it or are you just saying it? Because it's such an obvious thing to say. So I don't yeah. think you would that's say like that's a bridge to. Ooh, that's interesting. Like you had a lack of words. Maybe you didn't go to English class when you were younger. I don't know. You didn't read enough. But yeah, no, no. Yeah, I'm a visual learner. You didn't used to listen to your podcast. I didn't. Because I asked you, did you, because you asked like movie stars. I'm not comparing you to like no, George Clooney. You, okay. No. So it's like, Could do you, you watch me? your movies? He's like, of course not. Like, yeah. I would never watch that movie. Yeah. That's interesting. Adam Driver's the same I just way. did it again. That is interesting. Yeah. I just did it too. Yeah. There we are. Look, this is an interesting podcast. It's called and Mirroring. That, yeah. You had a name for it earlier, but, but you listen to Friends these Friends with ones. Benefits. Yeah. Go ahead. You listen to these podcasts. Yeah. Because you sent them to me. They're well produced. I'm like, that's entertaining. Yeah. You know? We've talked about that because the production quality of yeah. these podcasts is better than my shows that I do. Yeah. And a lot of folks who have a massive following, I listen to their shows sometimes and thinking, man, if the audio was better, yeah, I could stick with it. Mm-hmm. That's a really interesting thing. And I just did it again. Mm-hmm. That's a really interesting thing. So I just took what you keep saying, mm-hmm. that's really interesting or that's interesting. And I added really, and now I've made it my own. Yeah. And I'm always searching for like, okay, what? could the title of this podcast, this specific episode be? Because they're all unique, uniquely interesting with Jared and Eric. It could be, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty lame. Or it could like, just be, uh, that's interesting, dot, dot, dot. Or is ellipses. it? Question mark. No, that sucks. That's terrible. Yeah. That's interesting that you said that. Anyway, yeah. we're probably killing our subscription right now, but this is good. I think that's the hook. I think that's it. I think like the stuff all over the place. You said that that's it? We're done. You're tapping out. Yeah, shut up. We're oh, done. Okay. No, Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh. No. Okay. Okay. We're done with that specific. It was, but then moment. you started on something new, and I don't want to shut that down because you know I'm self-aware about my compassionately aggressive communication yeah. style and tendency to dominate other people, and it's not my intention. Which you've been interested in. I'm going to go back to it. Listening to this podcast. Yes. Because the audio quality is so good. 
the content, on the other hand, is more <laughs> subpar. Mm-hmm. But the audio quality is good. I feel like I'm being taken on a journey. So it's interesting with, my <laughs> God, it has to be interesting. It's been said so many times that I just have to go with it. You really do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, now you're hooked into this feedback. It's loop. so easy to create content now. Yeah. You can write a blog post and publish it within a minute. You can take a podcast and publish it. But so much is not like to take it to that next level mm-hmm. and not to say it's going to be amazing and have millions of listeners. It will. But <laughs> have you read the secret? All we have to do is just put it out there in the universe. Oh, man, and that's and it's it. going to happen. But taking it to those extra steps yeah. to make the quality better. Makes a difference. I see it a lot. I see a lot of, you just mentioned it. The podcast gets released. The quality is just not there. Oh yeah. The content's good, but it's unedited. And yeah. it doesn't mean that they all need to be edited because there's a reason to have unfiltered and raw content. Rarely. But if you're producing something. It depends. If it fits in the story, like there's this one that we're doing and it's a therapist. Mm -hmm. Well, when you sit down with a therapist, you don't edit your words. Like you speak how you feel about it. So you could create, I could go either way with it, but I could make an argument to say that should be raw, unedited, unfiltered, and just let it go. So like, so that's an example. But I think so much of like, we take the movie Top Gun, like that movie's been sitting in production for a long time. As it should have. (laughs) Partly due to COVID, I get it. Mm -hmm. But they spend time with it. And you hear the stories of like Tom Cruise, your favorite. Oh yeah. Going back to like, they had to do it the right way. Yeah. And you hear stories that we talked about Mr. Beast, like he'll do a million dollar production on a video and he'll Mm -hmm. scrap the entire thing if it doesn't fit. Where so much now is like, just throw it out there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I think it's worth both ways because just ship it. Just put it out there. Yeah. So it always comes back to this. What do you feel most comfortable mm-hmm. having out there that represents you? Mm-hmm. And for me, it's high quality production. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that's because I have very low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. You don't make yourself sound better. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I talk like in this kind of voice and I get really close to the microphone. <laughs> and then you can hear my mustache and my beard hitting the microphone. <laughs> oh my God. It's because Remind I won't be able to use that facial hair. Yeah. Oh man, I it's clean. Disinfect it. Dollar Shave Club. We need to end it there. Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Beard Club. But I'm no longer a member of the Dollar Beard oh, Club. That's right. That's a different thing. Those are the guys that went viral on YouTube, right? They were great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, they are. Yeah. Oh, you stepped it up. Nah. They would send me stuff, and I'd have like six months worth of stuff. It's too I, didn't, much. I didn't use it's it as too much. much. If I had a massive beard all the way down to like my belly button, maybe I would have used product that they were sending me. But yeah. So I had a surplus. So I was like, you know what? I don't need this. Yeah. That was it? Yeah. We got a TikTok page. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, good video. Yeah, we can. Yeah. I'm going to send you a good TikTok. I'm going to post it in the show notes. Have you seen the one? I sent it to you, actually, already. That was funny, yes. About Target. This podcast will never end. (laughs) No. (laughs) You're the one that usually wants to go, so I'm trying to feed you. But But did you want to record another episode? Oh, wow. Don't go crushing episode two now. It's kind of good. We're 57 minutes, plus we had like a minute or two before we had our little mishap you know what i figured out real What's quick that? i'm on one you're on three so when i was when you were talking one wasn't lighting up because i was that's not normal normally right. i got it but you know we all make mistakes yeah so but i have been recording now right i hope so, so i hope so that too. would be not good i'd have to quit this whole endeavor that would be uninteresting i'm so uninterested yeah. right now all right man we'll get you later yeah all right yeah. peace Bye. out see ya CASDM is our content production company. Why content? It's simple. Content brings people together. I've seen it play out over and over, and I want to help others explore and discover this for themselves. The experience is totally worth it. Learn more at CASDM.com. 
we focus on podcasts and writing, one piece of content at a time. It all starts with conversations just like this one. 